welcome to the Check This Out podcast, episode 145, with your host, Ryan O'Donnell and Brian Briggs. In this episode, we're going to talk about our deep dive on what we're looking forward to with the Q conference that's coming up in Palm Springs. Also, we talk about a new camera setup for streaming live events and a whole lot of stuff that I've been holding on to for the last couple of weeks that I'm ready to share out, all on episode 145. And did you know there are not many things with the number 145, but we're able to find one. The Grand Union Canal Race is a 145-mile ultramarathon from Birmingham to London. I think you can barely catch me running too. And also, if you are listening to this on March 7th, it is National Be Heard Day, so thank you for listening. That's right, you're listening to episode number 145 for March 7th, 2022, titled Healing for the Community. Welcome to the Check This Out podcast, the EdTech podcast for educators looking to find inspiration, motivation, or just that one thing they can share with others and say, you got to check this out. Welcome to Check This Out. Oh my goodness, it's fired up and it's ready to go again. Haven't done this in a while. Got to, got to kick the tires real quick on this to see how it's working. Um, I had to make sure everything was set up today uh, for this. Haven't done it in a while, but again, we have a, we have a special guest today filling in for Ryan. Um, it is the founder and CEO of Arcadia Technologies, a Stanford spinoff dedicated to bringing better portable power solutions to consumers through microfuel cell technology. And that happens to be Tom Covington. That's you, right? Tom? That intro. No, no, but I'll, I'll take credit. Oh, man, I read the wrong LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Now, today we have Tom is here, and I'm sure you all heard him before. He was on our our best of 2021. Yeah. Remember that? That seemed like that was like forever ago. <laughs> it was. It was. What? Do you it's want to, to say a few it. things about Tom? Uh, I, I, I'm a digital learning and media innovation TOSA for the Bassett Unified School District, which means I get to... Uh, teach teachers how to use all the tech that we got over the past, you know, five years, or at least it seemed five years, right? And uh, once we're back in the classroom, it's how to integrate all this new technology into helping kids learn. I also do social media for our district and all types of other innovation stuff. And I got a little podcast called Tosa's Talking Tech. Just a little one there. Yeah. Just, just a little. It's a little hot. You're, right? you're like the, the digital Swiss Army knife for your district. Yes. You, you do anything you can or anything it, and everything. And it, it, that position like you're in it, sometimes like it's a pitfall. Like, uh, you, you're in that, the position where you don't want to say no, but again, you can also put too much on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't mind. I, I like the fact that no two days are kind of the same. I was out taking pictures for a library opening, uh, one day last week and the next week I'm helping, you know, get all the microphones and cameras ready for our board meeting so that we can, you know, put that out online. And another day I'm in a classroom talking about teams with a teacher and how to make sure that, you know, kids assignments don't disappear on accident. So <laughs> and you're flying drones. Yeah. Filming events. So uh, I the same uh, the same school that has the uh, the library reopening. I was talking to her and she's like, we want a, a picture of our eighth graders. 
uh, and like the you know how the old school for yearbook photos they used to do the the graduation year and the kids would stand in it. She wants one of those with drones. So I'm like, great, we'll do that next week. That's that's I'm perfect. Fly a drone. Yeah. The other the other thing you can do, um, try. I've wanted to try it, and I remember talking to Bill Selleck about it. I think he did it once where he wanted to fly in like f- aerial, then swoop down into like the opening of I forget what center he was opening. And like kind of get that idea of like you're flying through it. Mm-hmm. So basically fly it down until you get someone to catch it. And when you and edit run it through, walk it through and like the camera, cause it's got a good gimbal on it. And then mm-hmm. as you go to the other end, just kind of release and let, let it go, go type thing. <laughs> I would not trust they, myself trying to fly. through. What did they do that for? They did that for something recently, like on the Super Bowl or something. And they were just flying this drone down and through this area. I think it was a super bowl. Yeah, but it was awesome. I was like, oh, it's it's yeah, it's crazy on some of those those pilots, man. You can make a living on that. Yeah, for, and for I, exactly. I know that they they have the first person view ones, too. So it's like you're in an immersion and then you're yes. just flying. That would be I, cool, too. I want to try that. They do make a cheap one. Doesn't Parrot make a cheap one like the Mambo? Remember the Mambo line? Huh? I think they make an FPV headset that you can for fly that? at first That'd person. Yeah. It's cheap because I know I'm going to break it. I've, I've, I I broken one before and it hit the fence in the backyard. I'm like, whoops. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Next. Yeah. We had a bunch. We had a couple of those rolling parrots that, um, and we got a whole bunch of different propellers because those are the first thing that go, right? Yeah. You do something wrong and the propellers aren't guarded. <laughs> <laughs> right. Propellers are cheap. Let me make sure. Yeah. Those machines are cheap. So, yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. All right. Uh, yeah. So what else have you been up to these days? Usually we usually do a deep dive kind of like, Hey, what have you been up to? Uh, we've been asking a lot of questions about what people are excited about. On, uh, on, uh, on Twitter. Toast talking tech. Yeah. Um, we've been looking about a little bit on Toast talking tech about uh, how the pandemic has changed, uh, education, hopefully for the better. And, um, it's caused some teachers to re evaluate their uh, longstanding feelings on things like homework and what what's the meaning of that and, and grading in class and what does it actually mean to give that student a grade? What are you trying to assess there? And how does that um, factor into the overall picture of that person as a student? Like, is that something that um, as, as we've come back, a lot of teachers' minds have been a little shaken up about some beliefs they've held for a very long time. So talking about stuff like that. Yeah. And, and again, coming back, uh, with this digital format, mm-hmm. um, now, now we can't say like, Oh, I'm not good at technology. I'm not good at No, we're, we're, we're all technology using teachers for the most part. We, yeah. we had to do it for a year. Um, again, now what does our traditional class look like? I mean, we just got to peek what it could be. Uh, and I don't know how many like, um, like staff meetings are still done over zoom. So I know my department meetings, we we're st- we still have our department meetings on zoom. Um, just again, why can't you do some like help, like help desk, but like office hours, like on mm-hmm. Thursday evening that students can pop in if they have homework help. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of homework help again, there's companies out there that do tutoring, uh, online for students that you can sign up for. I know we do, uh, F I think it's F E V tutoring. Um, mm-hmm. 
we, we have, have one of those piece. 24 hour online tutoring too. It's called paper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Paper's another good, uh, mm-hmm. big one. I know our FEV is tied to, uh, I, we got the data sync to mm-hmm. iReady. So yeah. whatever they may be scoring low on iReady, uh, wow. some tutoring will pop in for that. So it's kind of a supplementary Ooh. thing. So, um, again, all these digital tools that are making us now we're actually some of the teachers that they're now, I don't want to say force, but they're more aware of them and how they could be used. Yeah. It, it took away that. Well, I'll maybe wait till next year. I'm not as comfortable as I want to be. It's like, Nope, everybody, the moment is here. Let's whether we're ready for it or not. And uh, I had, you know, a lot of teachers being like, uh, this is overwhelming. And then now that we've come back, they're like, I can differentiate my instructions so much better now. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly where my students are because we take more frequent little tiny formative assessments that I can say, okay, so this group needs help with this and this group doesn't, they can move on. And so just being able to differentiate like that on their assessments and their learning is going to help. The, the other, the switch mindset also is again, it goes back to, uh, uh, my area of study in college was uh, uh, TESOL, teaching speakers, uh, te- teaching English to speakers of other languages, mm-hmm. where some of these students that are coming from other countries, you know, they're, it's sink or swim in the classroom. That's kind of how it was with the ed tech. Um, it was sink or swim for some. Um, they eventually learned it may not have been the best way, but uh, they're kind of picking up. They learned enough it. to get by. Yeah. And they yeah. had lots of support if they weren't that was one of the yeah. first things you know i was really really busy during the first oh months yeah where everybody was out i mean so from march to the end of the year in 2020 it was mostly packets like nobody really had we didn't have enough devices but when 2020 2021 started everybody had a device and so it was mm. almost a solid week of teacher trainings about all right, this is what it's going to look like. This this is where you're going to have uh, your pressure points. This is who you contact when you're freaking out and saying, I don't know what to do. It's all broken. So we, we had those and it was, it was like the wild west for a few days or a few weeks, you know, just like who's, who's doing it, who's got it. And, and it brought some of our teachers closer together too, because they were relying on each other about, Hey, this came up in class and a kid couldn't see me. And Oh, I, I knew what that was. And so the questions around technology became, more meaningful because it was what they were doing every day. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's good. In the I think yeah, some other good parts. Again, it, it, it forced those teachers to ask for help who rarely ask for help. Uh-huh. Um, and like you said, it built, it built teams closer together. Uh, unfortunately it took a pandemic to do that, but that, and also it really sped up uh, schools that were wanting to go one-to-one and were trying to, hesitant about it it was yeah. kind of a, a fast forward on it so it's um, hilarious i've told this story before the day after we went out on a pandemic mm-hmm. our board paused the digital learning program they paused it they paused it that was all that was that was what your district was all about yeah Dude. within three months of course not only had they reversed it but they bought devices for literally every student we had left but it's one of those, wow, that <laughs> hindsight was, was hard on that one. Whoa. So, yeah. That's crazy. That's the big, big swing around, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, today's episode, uh, our deep dive that we talk about, you like to spend a little bit of time on is 
is a certain tweet from you, Mr. Covington, for Tosa's Talking Tech. Yeah. Uh, basically, yours says uh, spring queues in 15 days. It's less than that now. It's 10 days and 17 hours away. I have it on my little, <laughs> on my little thing right here. Awesome. Are you going to bring that with you? I should. Just have, I don't it, know say, why I just have it say now. Now? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So uh, Tom poses this question and it, go over to his uh, Twitter. If you, if you're on the Twitters at uh, tech, Tom B U S D. And the question is, do you, you want to read the question? It's your question. Sure. I will read the question. Uh, hey, we are Q spring Q is coming in 10 days. Uh, and we get to learn a person again. If you're going, what are you most excited about? Uh, please share so we can get as many answers as we can. We want to feature you on the podcast. So, so we're we're going to do it right now. These are going to be ours. So no one steal these and <laughs> post it on on the tweet. So uh, we'll start with you, Tom. What is one thing that you're excited? The hallway conversations. I, like <gasps> three people said that, and it, that's all it is. It's those hallway conversations. Yes, there. I have a, a session. I have highlighted speakers that I kind of want to go see, but I just want to see people in the hallway and be like, Oh my God, I haven't seen you in two and a half, three years. Like how you been, what you've been up to was it as crazy for you as it was for me. And being able to, to have those conversations in the hall and see people that you haven't seen and become that community again. Right. That's, that's mm -hmm. what's been missing. Yeah. For a while. And and to piggyback on that of kind of like uh, on my thing again, yes, I want to see people again. Um, like you said, having that community again, we need this community of healing, yeah. um, especially like uh, some of these districts right now where, you know, the community is kind of, I don't want to say, dare I say, attacking teachers. But again, this is kind of this is a place where we can come together because we're all we're all feeling it. Um, and it's like the, again, those like-minded, you can have those conversations and people will understand, um, yeah. what we've gone through because I can't, I can't share some of the feelings that we've been going through the last almost two years to an accountant. Um, <laughs> they, they, they just want to understand, but yeah. if I'm talking to a teacher, like, yeah. and sharing some things, how am I going to, how do I get a hold of this family? Or, you know, how can I reach out and make this more engaging? Yeah. We all know. Um, so I'm really, well, not only that, everybody that's going are those, those tech thinking teachers, right? That, oh yeah, this was their moment to, to shine type of thing and, and learn because man, <laughs> that, a lot of learning going on when, when, um, you're forced into those kind of situations where everybody's trying to pull for your attention. Mm -hmm. And this, this is a time. Yeah. Cause we've been like in this role, but just been constantly giving, 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 um, you know, all that we have and all that we learn, this is a good time also to find some new tools to put in our toolbox. And that's been on pause sessions. for a while for me anyways, because the what the new finding yeah. new tools and, and a lot of it, even, um, like before I used to be really big into like robots and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's, there's nothing really new that I've seen. And I, I've, I've just seen a lot of these like top programs people use they're not introducing new features, maybe some new integrations. It, it's true. I mean, a lot of us teachers, we've had enough. Um, and I know a lot, you know, when we are, when we were able to go back is technology 
is number two or three or four on the list. Number one is building those communities, yeah. building those relationships once again. So um, I think that's going back to your number one and my number one A uh, is uh, going back and rebuilding this community and rebuilding these relationships. It's that SEL, right? The SEL component that we, we need in our classrooms right now to get our students where they need. We need those ourselves. Yeah. To get us back to the excitement and the the spark and the motivation uh, that seemed to be missing over the past two years. That that self-care care element mm -hmm. when it, coming into, you know, just hanging out with friends again. Yeah. Because we haven't we haven't done Q in, in two years. Which is which is crazy. It's always been a highlight. Yeah. So uh, what is something else that you're looking forward to? Learning again, learning from people that I haven't seen in a while, knowing the good things that they're doing and hearing about it. So going to a session from somebody I know, like a Brent Warner or an Ann Cosma, or I don't know, I, there was a couple that I highlighted on here um, in our Tosis Talking Tech one. But I'm just like, I want to see these people and learn from them again. Um, mm -hmm. cause I think all of us have kind of gotten comfortable where we're at right now because we knew that we needed to master the tools that were in front of us. And now, like we said, we, we can expand, I can go learn. I can, I can be excited about, um, you know, the new book from, you know, Kim Vogue about stacking those edgy protocols type of thing. Like I'm, I'm in a good place and I want to, I want to be able to explore while we're there over the, over those three, three or four days. Yeah, I'm excited. You just mentioned Kim in that book. I'm excited to see that too, just deploying edgy protocols because John and Marlena, you know, they talk about, yeah, this, they share them all in their yes. books, but now Kim is going to deliver the how yeah, and the oh, why. And she's really good at delivering that how. Um, she has it down to a T and you you tell her something you're wanting to teach and she'll she'll give you three or four and the order and the sequence that they're going to go in for the maximum effect. I was like, wow, she, she she's taking a deep dive on those things and owned it. That That's awesome. The, the, I'm just going to piggyback off of your ideas, you know, for <laughs> what you're excited about that. Just not sessions. Like you mentioned, um, it's, it's rare. I don't, I haven't been to many conferences where like the keynote speakers are giving sessions. So Amanda Sandoval and Ken Shelton are both delivering sessions. So, um, I, I'm, I can't wait to go to those, um, because they're both great, yeah. uh, presenters. And now just, you know, it, it get a little bit more, I don't want to say intimate, but Q does have that intimacy type feel mm -hmm. during sessions you get to know. So I'm excited to, you know, see another side of them, not just in front of the stage, but really honing their craft. Because again, I love going to sessions and watching people's deliveries and getting some tips on that alone. So excited to go and see Amanda and, uh, Ken both do a delivery of uh, their keynote. That's and one thing I've always sessions. liked about Q is that most of the time, I think ever since I've been going all, all the time, the keynotes have sessions and the keynotes interact and the keynotes aren't just there for the day and leave. They're a part of the conference itself. I remember looking over, I don't remember what year it was and we're doing karaoke and there's George Chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to, to mention wanting to get a, uh, his karaoke on. I'm like, how, who, where does that, where else does that happen? You know, yeah, I think I have video of that. I should I should put in the notes. But yeah, because and just watching George, you know, he he gave the keynote. He was it was on the high of his book just came out, uh, The Innovator's Mindset. Um, 
And then just watching him just going into sessions and just learning also there's, there's your lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it would probably be intimidating if you're presenting and you see George <laughs> coming in and sitting down. Yeah. But, but still I, th- I, I took a lot away from that. Just seeing him. Yeah, that was the time also, uh, Ryan and I, uh, surprised attacked him we jumped him for an interview yeah you, you of, do those kamikaze interviews like yeah jump out of the bushes and hey here's a microphone <laughs> in your face <laughs> yeah that's what we do we're we're, we're trying to get on a national inquire uh, <laughs> but i and i didn't realize i mean you see george in photos and stuff huh. he and ryan are eye to eye yeah and, and ryan's six four and then there's They're me tall. with my arms straight up in the air trying to record <laughs> them yes <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm just I'm just shy under six four, no, uh, but just, still just, reaching up there. Just a little. Just I needed make two three more inches when I'm up there. But yeah, it's it, it, you do have that feeling. You get to know people and see people once in a while. And again, I was always my first couple times going to Q. I was always hesitant. You know, like oh, there's so and so. There's so and so. No, we're all friends. Mm-hmm. Um, just you can just go up to someone and say hi. Yeah, for the, the longest time, keynoters just hey, come over here and talk. What was it? Fall queue, the last fall queue, Eddie Campos. Yeah. Oh, with, that with was his, too, in person. Yeah, in person. in person. The last fall queue in person. Eddie Campos does the uh, the keynote. Just uh-huh. Absolutely blows it up. It's awesome. And then he's like, "Let's have tacos, people. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like, let's get the the tacos and and roll with that. Yeah. yeah. It. It's crazy. I mean, it's just that it's, it's a different feeling. It's, um, ISTE is great. It's huge. It's widespread, but you know, Q, you have that intimate feeling you get to, it feels like you're with family. It's like a family Mm -hmm. reunion. So looking forward to that. You got anything else? What are you excited for? Uh, they have, I didn't sign up for meet the podcasters, but a couple of different people on the, um, the Twitter replied that they're going and the lady from Soundtrap said that she would be there. So just reaching out to new, I like being geeky and talking about audio recording and video recording and podcasting. So I get to expand the base of people. I get to do that with, I think that's fun. Was that, that was that Meredith Akers? Um, let's see. Uh, this Soundtrap? is Stacy. Oh yes. I was, I was talking about the other one that, Okay. Made her uh, pod a new podcast, the Cappuccino Mic Drop Podcast. Okay. It's Stacy Cratch, uh, Cradleville, Cradleville, Stacy Cradleville, and I learned how to say her name because I butchered it, and then she came back, and, <laughs> and you just this. butchered it again. Cradleville, 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 Stacy Cradleville. There you go. Good, good, good. I something that just bond. Oh, the one thing I'm excited for there's. Okay, I'll save one for later. But the okay. other thing is, um, I'm excited for this year is the esports event yeah. that's happening. Um, I I'm sending one teacher just to learn that is your focus mm-hmm. is on that because I want to bring it back because they're going to show the the hows to do it. They're going to have uh, adults in esports tournament, us teachers uh, competing against one another. Nice. Um, and then on Saturday oh, is going to be the full blown uh, students nice. competing with each other. So we actually started one this past year in my district. Did you and, really? Oh, we had we had the championship in December, uh-huh. and it was a full blown production of like 
seriously, all the the kids were sitting on the in the front with their two uh on their two teams, and then mm-hmm. uh, everything they had this huge you know like twenty foot tall um screen in the back that they were projecting, and they had a whole t- uh, basically a TV crew there, hot mixing all of the um the footage to get the best coverage and the spectator view and everything. And then they had two announcers out there like e- esports broadcasters and they were, they, they did it all live. This company came in. I was just, I, I could have watched them all day. It was awesome. Absolutely. You, awesome. You have to share me that company. I will. Uh, it's, it's carrot carrot he, carrot. Um, our, our superintendent, our new superintendent brought him in. He used to uh, work in Compton and they used carrot and the um, within three and a half months of rolling it out in our district. We're having this huge event with these kids and it's awesome. And these kids are getting all this exposure online. Um, and like the first place prize was like a top of the line, uh, headset, keyboard, mouse, and controller for the kids that won. Oh, that's like awesome. $750 worth of prizes for each kid because they won this tournament and it was all brought, brought in through the sponsorship through this company. It's great for our students. It's absolutely awesome. And, and it's getting kids excited to be able to participate in it when they get up to the high school level. And that's, that's what I say. We, two of our, three of our high schools have an esports team, but it's unofficial. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, they do it. They've done it on their own. Mm-hmm. I want to make it official. Let yeah. us in the tech department, you know, let us help. Um, and we have some resources that we can help. So let us in. Um, <laughs> so doing that. And then, um, for our K-8 students, mm-hmm. mainly third and up, uh, we're looking at the after-school program, making it, I don't want to say cool, but, you know, doing, uh, I'm trying to get the funds to get them like two 75-inch monitors and just the Nintendo Switches nice. to play locally mm-hmm. and then eventually have our six middle schools eventually after school have, a tournament. Uh, have tournament against each other. That's awesome. Um, and then feed into that. So that's that's my short term goal. Um, so I'm I'm gonna have that teacher that's gonna go fo- you know mainly take get as many notes and yeah. meet as many people to share it and, look, and look bring for it companies back, to so. help and look for because um, I know that the uh, company we have brings in a lot of that sponsorship on their own. Carrot does. Yeah, they they bring in Herf Jones is one of their sponsors. Oh. So yeah, I'm telling you, I. I We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. Let's let's see if there's a <laughs> carrot up here. Uh, what else do you got? Uh, what else? Are we deep diving? What are we doing right now? Oops, my boxer went off. Yeah. Uh, deep dive. You have one more? I are you excited about? Uh, I mean, I like watching Q Live and not on okay. on a device. I like being there and seeing them. Like the the nerdy back stuff, I, yeah, yeah. I like watching them produce the show because um, it it feeds the geek in me, and I'm like, oh, where's that input going? Oh, how are you leveling out your sound? What kind of mixer is that over there? Oh, you got an <laughs> HD switcher. What's go- how come you got that one and not the other one? So I, I like doing that. I know Bill reached out and said that uh, that they were looking for help, and I'm like, sure, I'll help. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm not I'm not presenting. I, I specifically went to this one with the intention of not presenting at all because i needed the just the experience again and so i'm like yeah i, could, I got some time i i, I want to help hook things up and be nerdy so let's see let's see what how, how that rolls out that's that's awesome and then i'll finish it off and the last one for this the deep dive 
um, is I really like the the theme of this year's uh, conference, which is celebrate educators. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is the background again, going into it was, you know, celebrate all of everyone that has gone through this since the last time we saw each other two years ago, celebrate being back together, celebrate what we've gone through. So a lot of like that social and emotional learning, social emotional for ourselves, mm-hmm. um, is behind a lot of what has been planned. So good. Um, That's awesome. I'm excited for some of the stuff. Again, I I've been hearing things that are happening. I, I haven't seen it officially, but hearing some things that Mike Volmert has, uh, been doing with the Q staff. And I'm really excited how it is very focused on the teachers that are attending. So, nice. uh, really excited for that. So that's, that, that's our deep dive. Is there anything else you'd like to add to it? I can't wait to see you. What is it? 10 days, 10 days, 10 days. You got your countdown. I do. And also go back over onto Tom's Twitter and share on his burning question. Yeah. What are you excited about in 10 days, 10 days? We're doing one more round next week on the podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to spotlight your presentation or your, um, your session, get over there and and comment. We'll, we'll highlight it on the show coming up on Thursday. That's how it goes. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Oh, here's one other thing I'm looking forward to. Are you ready? It's a listening thing. Okay. I cannot wait to hear this again. I'm still, I'm still, I'm sorry. I, I made myself It's because of what Brian was saying. And I was hearing him. I'm, I'm waiting for this to recharge Ryan and hear that laugh again. Yeah. So uh <laughs> it's it's very infectious and the crazy thing is um we're carpooling down together so eight nice. hours in the car uh so it, it it'll be a, a lot of fun maybe we should stream that live i think that'd be awesome just you know set, <laughs> set the uh your your um phone on the dash yeah. and just let it let it live stream the whole way <laughs> yeah. yeah periscope there be you like go in the, be like in the car with us so mm-hmm. <laughs> um also, here on the show notes, we'll we'll push them out afterwards. Um, I put the weather forecast, which is uh, looking it looks like looking it's lovely. Be a good, good four days, man. Yeah, so eighties, which which is pretty insane because I think it's it's like sixty up here, and that's the high. Um, the other day, up in uh, Quincy, California. It was snow on the ground, so nice. I'm all. Oh, I can't wait to warm up. Sounds like it. Vacation. All shorts. All shorts. Yeah, all definitely all shorts. So yeah, so I also put uh in the show notes the conference schedule and an article titled 21 Essential Palm Springs Restaurants. Ooh. And that was put out by LA uh Entertainment or something like that. I don't know. Looks good. So, good stuff coming up. All right. Uh, so we, the name of the show is check this out and we like to share some things back and forth. And since we haven't done it in a while, um, I got kind of, uh, 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 as I said, digital vomit, uh-huh. um, I'm throwing up a lot of stuff for you to check out. So it doesn't mean you need to check them all out, but there's some, I'll just briefly go over it. So, um, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, I'll go first, and it's uh, I got a couple here, and these are all mainly web-based applications. The first one is called the Center Cam. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So the center cam is, again, it's a tiny webcam that goes down to the middle of your screen. You just place it over the top. So when you're when you're making a video, instead of like looking, you're looking up at the camera like I am right now. And if you're reading, it makes it look like you're looking at your listener. So when you're making videos, it is, yeah. it is a little, it gives that little extra if it looks like you're talking to the person. Um, and also with, you partner that with this other site called teleprompter site is that link to it. You can put that camera, you can copy and paste your script in it, mm -hmm. and you can either have it go as a tempo or it will go on with your voice. So you can read it on the screen while the camera is right in the middle of it. And so it looks like you're looking right at the person and doing that. So um, I'm not good at memorizing things and then no. trying to read it. And so, you know, I'll, if I had to do stuff, I've done it in the past, is you sit way far back and then you can't really see your eyes go with it. So yeah. wherever it's at. So, but this is, this here is a good setup. If you're, uh, doing, you know, making a video where you're reading something to your audience. So th that's one. I have another one. It's an online video editor and it's very, uh, very stripped down. Okay. Uh, you're not doing uh we video type stuff you can add clips it's called video candy um so if you click on that link you can see some of the categories you oh, can yeah, do yeah. you can merge video add music change speed just you know you throw up a video clip you can do it um what i've done in the past on this i might have done a thing or two <laughs> is convert videos to animated gifs oh, okay um and so Instead of using the Gifit Chrome extension from YouTube, if it's my own personal video, uh -huh. instead of just uploading it to YouTube and then doing that whole process, I can just upload it to this web page and then pick what you want and then convert it to a GIF. I like it and could and convert it to a GIF. And I like and that it has should... all these little um, tools in one spot. Yes, yes, uh, I like that too. Uh, I have an experienced slideshow maker, but. Um, Again, if you wanted a video that didn't have any audio and mm -hmm. you wanted to add something else, you can run it through here. So um, some good stuff on there. First video. Make it backwards. Yeah, you could show people falling up instead of falling down. That's right. Or you <laughs> throw the Benny, Benny Hill opening. There you there. go. You know, they're all running backwards or Batman running with that bomb running backwards with it. Nice. I like <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> um, and uh my here my next one here uh is is really loving my um kindergarten side of me uh -huh. is font meme so i love me some fonts so if you click on font meme these are kind of things that are current so there's one on here how i met your father is on new on hulu uh -huh. you can you scroll on there you can go down and you can check out some fonts that work with that um, that they use in the title oh, and other that. things. So of course and, I went straight so, to the book of Boba Fett one. Exactly. Uh -huh. And then down there on the book of Boba Fett, you can enter your text. Uh -huh. Um, and then you just do your generate and then you can add it right on in there. Nice. So, yeah, so there's some good ones. Book of Boba Fett, uh, advanced wars, a video game. I like advanced wars. Do you, I haven't played that one. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> Old. Uh, oh, I see. And then I, I just can't download it, but I can screenshot it. You can screenshot it. All right, I'll drop what I just made and <laughs> in the show notes. There you go. 
Oh, here's one for Ryan. It looks like a zombie one. All of us are dead. Oh, nice. I I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't know that one either. But it's it's on there. But again, it also shares the font that's uh, used for it. So that's cool. Uh, that is font meme, and then. The last one I have is a website called Copyright and Creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, again, these are, you know, th- this the the dictation for this is uh, these materials are aimed to provide accessibility and practical information about copyright, its protection, its limitations, and its role in encouraging creativity. So um, I've always been, you know, th- in the past is feeling like I want to be creative, mm-hmm. but I can't you know, I can't download this music or whatever. It's going to give you tips to, you know, create your own music. Um, I remember David Terrio, Terrio mentioned in, uh, for like presentation background mm-hmm. is using, he uses, sometimes uses the images from his Instagram of things that he's taken oh, nice. to use as it. So uh, I've done that a few times too. So here, copyright and creativity for ethical digital citizens. There's uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school curriculum on here. Nice. And some good things for professional development. So uh, that's a bunch right there that you can go and check it out. I am going to check that out. I like it. Check that. There you go. I like it. All right. I only have one thing to check out. That's all right. It's It's consumed my waking out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> I, I'm helping out with uh, um, live streaming our board meetings. And <laughs> the only place we can have it is in a multi-purpose room uh, at one of our sites because it's big enough to allow people to come in and still have, you know, the um, spacing we need. But they don't have enough wireless mics. They need about eight wireless mics and they only have four built into the system there because they didn't think this was going to happen. So I roll over with a mixer and plug in my eight mics and run them out to all the, the thing. And so I run the basically the sound. And um, I think we've been using just basically like an iPad set up halfway down the, um, the aisle to uh-huh. film the board. And so that's what gets pushed out and the agenda goes on one side. And so they're looking to step up the game a little bit. And so I was looking for cameras and I came across the Mevo camera from Lenovo and it seems to want to do everything I need it to. Um, they're really small cameras. They last up to six hours. Um, God knows some of our board meetings can go that long, but they generally don't. Uh, but it's an all in one. It, it comes with a camera. It hooks up to an iOS or Android device. You can hook up to three cameras up to that device. Uh, they all have Wi-Fi built in, so you don't have to connect the cameras or anything. They all have um, a 3.5 millimeter jack on the back if you need to put sound in. And so looking at, at all of these, um, and I think they're only like $1,000 for three of them, uh, we can quickly put together a multi-camera setup at the for the board meeting and stream it to our Facebook, which is how we get our, our board meetings out, uh, with the click of like three buttons and some time to set up. So I was oh, the, probably going to be taking that to my IT director in a couple of days. That is, and did you, and, oh, I see the, the Mevo multi-cam app. So from the mm-hmm. app, you, you would have someone sitting there clicking, you know, kind of like the producer. Yeah. The, I'd, I'd be there sitting probably with the producer next to, and I can pull the audio from all the mics in the mm-hmm. house and plug it into the multi-cam app on my iPad. And it'll take that line level and push it out 
to stream, not just the camera's mics. So I can run the whole mixer board, plug it in, sound looks good. The um, app will be controlling the cameras. So you can zoom, you can pinch, you can go all over. And what it, it actually does is there's a smart sensor in there. So it, it will find the faces and then set up different scenes for you automatically. And said, this is phase one, this is phase two, this is phase three, this is phase four. So I can zoom in on a face right away. I can put uh, a little lower thirds title on them. I could put, you know, picture in picture with uh, the agenda or with another item. So it has so much flexibility that um, I, I could probably spend 10 times as much and get a decent <laughs> setup. But if I don't have to, why would I? So I don't know. It looked really interesting. I've been I've been reading all the reviews and looking online. And maybe you can, you can even bring it into OBS if you need to, if you need a little bit more um, polish on your, your videos. So that that's really cool. You can have two of the cameras positioned on the board uh -huh. and then like the third on the speakers. Mm -hmm. That's that's always hard because like the speakers off to the side, you can't get everything in one shot unless it's in the corner of the roof that's in the back yeah. where you're picking up everything. And you're so, picking up everything. So these that's are cool. quick ways to be able to position them for maximum uh, viewability. That is cool. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, once you produce that, it, it can it can be a deep dive. I'm just telling you. That <laughs> once you go down that rabbit hole, it is of it stuff. Is. It's one of one of the rabbit holes I like to dive down to, though. There Video and audio <laughs> nerdiness. The the good stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. My next one I'm going to cover are now these are apps. Okay. And I put links to iOS and Android. Uh, I'm not sure you had one of each there for a while. Are you still rocking one of each? Uh, I, I still have the pixel over there, but it's been replaced by iPhone 12. <laughs> I just, I need to be in one environment. Yeah, it is. That's true. Um, so these are apps. I'll just go through. Uh, the first one is called brick it. And so brick it. If you're a Lego fan, yes. Um, like you can see you, it behind me right now. There you go. If you had a bunch of Lego pieces around, I have not tried it. Just a disclaimer, because okay. I don't have any Legos around. Yeah. You can do it for me. Um, if you have the app, you just scan the photo. You just scan with the app open over your pile of Legos huh? and it will pick out the ones you need. And then it'll be, it'll create blueprints of what you can build. That is cool. So um, again, I'm going to rely that on to you. You and your daughter can do it. Yeah. Get your Legos out and, and give it a shot. So, um, and it, yeah, it gives you the brick map of what to build. So, so uh, uh, that is these, called, where do these uh, buildings come from? Is it user created or is it official Lego? I think or? it's, I think it's a combo of both. Oh, cool. But I think there's more, it's more user generated. So there's a big you're not going to take a picture of your, for yes, the Lego, my own creation. I, you know what I learned about also mm -hmm. is uh, at these Lego conventions that people people create the, shall I say, like the blueprints of builds, mm -hmm. you know, the manual of stuff that isn't created. You know, like uh, if you wanted the Brady Bunch floor plan, someone might have created that. Yeah. And, you know, they which is which is it fascinates me because um, that would be awesome. I mean, because anything's out there to build. So, you know, on Tinkercad, so, if you, I, I, you know, the Tinkercad site, right? Uh -huh. You can do 3D and you can do 3D modeling. 
they have yeah, yeah. a button on there that you can use and it'll switch that 3d model to legos for you <laughs> so you can make a 3d model and say legoize it and it'll take your model and turn it into lego bricks uh, you can turn it into minecraft stuff too but yeah take i knew cat. the minecraft but i didn't know lego one that's yes. that would be okay Jeff Cott awesome. told me about that when he was working with some kids in Tinkercad and he's like, I, the kids came and showed me, look, I just made, cause they were making little emoji symbols in Tinkercad uh -huh. to talk about yeah, their yeah. feelings for SEL. And one of the kids is like, yeah. can I make it into a Lego too? And Jeff Cott's like, what? And there's like, there's a button right there and kids, they just love pressing buttons. So you push the button, turn to a Legos. It was awesome. That is awesome. That's one I'm going to have to check out. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the next one I have here is called Adventure Lab. So this is one that's going to get you outside of your house. It's kind of like uh, geocaching okay. in a way. Um, so there's one that you brought up, like I can bring up here in town here. There's a series of sculptures. Um, so it's on the map. So you click on it and then it gives you the directions to each of the sculptures and you can go. And instead of finding something, you take a picture of that. Oh, that's nice. So yeah so it's kind of it'll get you out and about so it's uh adventure adventure lab um and it's part of the geocaching family yeah, so we did that when we went on vacation with my daughter uh we were in a part of um southern california it was near near temecula um okay. escondido area but we wanted to explore around and we're like well let's try geocaching see what's around here and so we did and it took us to a couple different interesting places around where we were it's like it was a good way to explore around what we were doing and we had a, an end goal in mind so it was good yeah that's exactly what this is but you're not really going to find stuff we can take pictures of it so exactly that's what it is cool so that's adventure lab and it's on ios and android the next one is called seek okay s-e-e-k by i naturalist so i i did this this morning um just around the house uh again ios and android it takes photo, you take photos of like plants okay. and it categorizes it and it tells you what the plant is, which is fascinating. Oh, wow. Cause like I want to replace like these plants at my house and it does that, but it does an element of gaming on it. You can earn badges. So Kate told I would be happy about yeah. this is, uh, and Greg Eilers, you know, you can get your, your badge on, um, it gives you daily challenges so I was going around taking pictures of plants and a tree and it gave me the, it, it said Japanese maple and I was all, oh my God. And it's not even in bloom yet. It had the leaves aren't even on it. It still kicked it out. So my dog was right next to me. So I just pointed the camera at the dog and it says household dogs, mammal. <laughs> and I got, I got a badge for it for taking a picture of a mammal. So, oh nice. but like it has like, it has daily challenges based on where you live. Um, so like there's a, li a certain lizard that's predominant around here that if you take a picture of it, you, you get it for there. So, uh, it's really cool. It's, uh, seek by iNaturalist. So I just downloaded check that out. There you go. <laughs> and then, uh, the next one here's, this is, this is fun for podcasters and podcast listeners like ourselves. Um, it is called here, here. So it's, here h-e-a-r-h-e-r-e -E -E. okay and this app was produced and financially backed by kevin costner um so again you bring up your map 
uh, and it will sh- it has little pin marks on there, and it's like history or historic places around where you are, and it tells a story about that place. So I brought one up here, and I shared it in the, uh, in the, the show notes, notes yeah. here. Uh, something that's famous about our town is the Toad Tunnel. There is a tunnel here that's under one of the underpasses so the toads can cross because they're getting squished on the road. Uh-huh. So <laughs> there's a little, the history behind the toad tunnel. Uh, and it's called Only in Davis, a toad tunnel. So again, you just plop it up. You just open up the map and it shows areas. Um, uh, like I think there's four in Davis uh, that you can listen to. But again, I don't know if the like the paid one, uh-huh. um, if more show up. But yeah, it, it's really, I was kind of, you know, it's a two minute story. I listened about the toad tunnel. So I like that. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. So it's it's called Here Here. Getting you to interact and, I think and learn about the world around you. Yeah, and I think it's just iOS right now. But again, uh their tagline is every place has a story. Now every story has a place. So and it's all right on your map. I like it. And if you want to learn about more about the toad tunnels, um, I know people are riveted by tunnels <laughs> for toads. Uh I put the link to Stephen Colbert came to town uh, in the early 2000s and did a report on the Toad Tunnel. So you can you can see uh, you can see uh, our mayor at the time, like which it. is yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And so the last one I got is uh, this is just a fun football game. If if you like uh, Tecmo Bowl back in the game, oh. it's called Retro Bowl. <laughs> um. It, yeah, it's it's got the elements of you only play offense, but you're also a football manager, so you can find people to put in and oh, stuff, nice. and it's all eight bit. So uh, over over like playoffs, NFL playoffs, uh, I really got into it. <laughs> so <laughs> I was playing around. Of course, I was the Packers of Green Bay. I was playing, so that's of course they didn't go far, but well, they were they were at least in there for a while, right? They were there. So those are. Some apps. And again, I, I want to shout out to Jonathan Wiley. Um, he does a newsletter every morning. And I don't know if you sign up to his newsletter. Some of these, I think some of these were shared by him. Um, every Monday, he he releases a newsletter of these. They're like eight to ten different things, uh, programs to check out. Nice. Some of them are paid, some of them are not. But again, it's kind of, I look forward to Monday to learning some new things. And it just kind of... Uh, revitalizes my own learning, um, re-energizes me to start the week of, Hey, checking this stuff out. So I like that. I'm going to take a look at, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at his site right now. Yeah. Look at it. Check out his site. Um, and then, uh, sign up for his newsletter. Newsletter. Okay. Yeah. And you can listen to his podcast too. If you like, I'd like me some podcasts. Tech nuggets. Is that he, it? He is. Yes. The EdTech Takeout was another one. I like it. So cool. I am definitely going to have to check that out. So you can. Check it out. I should just do all my sound effects that year. You should. You should. I love me not here. I love me some good Some when they're appropriate. Yes. Even when they're not. That's always key. Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. 
shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> and we like to end our our shows always on what's on your playlist. So um, I will start off with a show. I've I've we've only watched episode one. Um, so if you're a podcast fan listening to podcasts and you have Apple TV, mm-hmm. it's called Truth Be Told um, with Octavia Spencer. She is like a podcast host uh-huh. and she's doing a crime drama podcast while she's doing it live while she's solving the crime. And so it's like, it's really, it's really well done. So she's investigating it and recording it. And then she goes back and records the podcast. So she doesn't know the, even know the ending. It's kind of like serial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as this situation's going and again, uh, Octavia, I love her anyways. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is riveting. Uh, so include it is, what is it? She's Poppy Parnell who risks everything, including her life to pursue truth and justice. So they have two seasons. Um, I haven't started season two and I think they just got the clearance for season three. So it's a really cool, cool. If you like crime drama podcast, you should check it out. Check it out. So I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, and I can have them on um, in the background, which I really like. Um, and it, it clues me in, but it, it kind of puts me in the, the work zone too. Uh, I had to put it, I had to put together a lot of stuff recently at work because uh, we got orders in, and so that's what I had on in the background. And it allowed me to focus on the work, but still enjoy it. So I've been reading too. I like uh, a genre called um, lit RPG. It's like you're okay. playing a role playing game, but it's a book form of it. And so the character, oh, right the on. character levels up and you get his stats and, you know, the equipment. It's kind of the, the nun, uh, nerdy Dungeons and Dragons, but in book form. So I like it. <laughs> so I'm listening to two right now. And I, I literally burned through all four of one and all five of the other. Uh, the first is He Who Fights with Monsters. OK, it is um, a guy who wakes up one day and he's been transported to this other world. And he's like this level one character and almost dies like within 30 seconds of being there and stumbles into this little adventuring party and his kind of adaptation to the world around him. And like, Oh my God, is this real? What, what happened? Did I die? Like what's going on? How is this going? So that one's nice. He who fights with monsters. And there's another one called the dungeon slayer saga. And so it's about, you know, one's high fantasy, one's low fantasy, one's more like down to earth base. The other's like, Oh my God, you got to go kill that dragon. So that's what I've been listening to. Um, I got, I've, I've got to try that. Having just, I listen to music at work. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I thought like listening to books on tape, I'd have to sit and like pay attention or whatnot. So I'm going to, I'm going to try that finding an audio book and just let it play while I work. Yeah. I, um, sometimes I'll have to like rewind and I, it gets, I get pulled out of whatever it is. Uh, but I don't mind. Darn. I got to listen to it again. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been Shucks. listening to. Right on. I got to find something for uh, an eight hour road trip that's coming up. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, I'm telling you, you need to like live stream it. I would watch that. I would watch the <laughs> hell out of that on some Twitter, Facebook live. Mm-hmm. Facebook <laughs> live. Yeah, do it. You can ask us questions live, yeah, I was live on the five. Whoever's phone's up there, put the other phone number out so you can take live calls on the way down. Could be a whole thing. Oh, good driving in cars with mess. podcasters. There you go. 
Ryan will have the GoPros just stick them all over. Yeah, there you go. multiple <laughs> angles. There you go. There you go. In the Prius chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, Tom, thank you for joining. Hey, had thank a great time. Great. This you. is good stuff. And what's your countdown say? Till Q, what's it? Uh, How many hours? How many days? 10 days and 15 hours now. All right. I can't wait to see you in 10 days and 15 hours. <laughs> Count the minutes. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. Until next time, you need to check. 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 Check.